Hallelujah. It ain't over. It ain't over. I don't care what you're going through. Feels like you're down for the last count. It ain't over. Feels like you cried your last tear. Not over. Not over. Not over. Not over. God has the final say. God has the final say. God has the final say. They said you wouldn't make it, but God has the final say. They said you won't be nothing, but God has the final say. They say you ain't going nowhere. You ain't about nothing. But God has the final say. So the song says, mountains are stooping. Strongholds are still being moved. How do we believe? It's just me and see. Wonders are still what you do. I love this one, Mama says. And bodies are still being Giants are still being slain. God, we believe. Yes, we can see that wonders are still what you do. We are here for you. Come and do what you do. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Zion Hill Church family. I'm Minister Anna Marie Thomas. I'm here to pray. If you would please stand in reverence to God. Thank you so much. Abba Father, in your word it says in 2 Chronicles 7 and 14, if my people humble themselves and pray, seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sins and I will heal their land. Heavenly Father, we thank you that our land is in the process of healing. Thank you, Lord that we do pray more. Those that truly love you, Father, pray more. We thank you for the congregation. We thank you for the nations that are listening, Lord. I declare the favor of God upon you. His power, his wisdom, his strength 
be upon you. May it be forever. May you continue to lift your eyes to the Lord, to the Almighty, thanking Him, praising Him, worshiping to Him in all you do. Thank you, Lord, for being almighty, for doing everything for us. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Y'all need somebody to shout with the voice of triumph and bless his name this morning. Clap your hands with us. Come on.
streaming with us, we greet you, whether you are local or national or international, we say welcome, welcome, welcome from the Zion Hill Church family. We pray something will be said, done today that will increase your faith in the Lord. If you have your Bible with me, uh, please turn with me to the book of Psalms 46. Verse number one, the book of Psalms, chapter 46, verse number one. The Bible says, God is our refuge. Say amen to that. God is our strength. Can I get an amen? amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. The Bible says God is a very present help in times of trouble. Let's pray. Father, we are grateful for the word of God. 
Thank you, O God, for your faithfulness. Thank you for being a good God to us. Thank you for another day's journey. Holy Spirit, we pray that you will minister to us right now. Touch our heart. Reveal yourself to us in a very special way. I pray for our special blessings upon everyone under the sound of my voice. Upon everyone that is live streaming, watching on television, listening on radio. Lord, I just pray that you will bless every one of them. That you will bless the work of their hands. That you will protect all of us from every harm and danger. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. I want to talk with you for a few minutes on the subject titled, The Shaking is for My Making. I believe I'll say that again. The shaking is for my making. In that topic, ladies and gentlemen, Please take note of two key words. Number one, shaking. And number two is the word making. If the truth be told, all over the world right now as I'm speaking to you, there is a shaking going on. Am I right about it? Ladies and gentlemen, our economy is going through a shaking. Even our social life is going through a shaking. You have to maintain distance from your loved ones. You have to maintain distance from people, period. There is a shaking going on. Even our government is going through a shaking. And if you're in the marketplace, you should know without a doubt there is a shaking going on. This shouldn't be a surprise to any of us because sometimes in life, you go through a shaking. Am I right about that? Sometimes maybe in the form of a job loss, all of a sudden, a job that you prepare yourself for all your life is gone, just like that. Sometimes it may be a health breakdown. Somebody that's been functioning so well, all of a sudden, cannot. Sometimes there's a shaking in our finances. I've seen people who used to do very well and not barely getting by. Sometimes shaking comes in the form of death. Before you realize that even a loved ones will be gone unexpected. The truth be told, a lot of things have been shaken up as I'm standing before you right now. Am I right about it? Ladies and gentlemen, one thing that ought to be clear to you and me is that the present shaking ought to show you and me that we are not really in control of much. I know you think you're all that. But if there's one lesson all of us can learn, you really, you and me, we're really not in control. Very little control of our situation. Who would have thought the greatest economy in the whole world would be flattened in matters of few days? Just think about it. Who would have thought a booming economy in few weeks, just like that? Who would have thought with all of our technological advances, I mean, we got it going on. We got flying saucer in the space. We got things flying around. Even in this building, you'd be surprised all kinds of gadgets that's flying all over the place that you don't see. We got things flying under the water. 
We got this fire in the air. Feasible and invisible. Yet in the midst of all of that, we're still dealing with this shakeup. Ladies and gentlemen, even you know as well as I do, we got one of the, if not the best military in the whole world. But how do you fight an enemy that you don't see? All of those weapons we got don't do us any good now. There's a shaking going on. Even our health system is being shaken up. Who would have thought a single virus, just one, is all it takes to shut down the whole system? Ladies and gentlemen, this ought to let you and I know without God, we can do nothing. Now we see clearly that you can't even trust your own finances. Today, you reach tomorrow, boom, it's all gone. Now we know we can't even trust the market. Today, market is booming. The next day, you look at the TV, market collapsed big time. You can't even trust your own career. You work so hard to get in the club of elites. I remember raising my own children. I decree in the early age, everybody here must have a terminal degree. That was not a suggestion. It was a commandment for everybody. The only exception was my wife. I said, no, she's part of us, but she came from another we welcome her to the family, but if you, if you have a Dara blood, you got it. But you know, now you find out all those accomplishments can be flattened in matters of a few days. We can't even trust life no more. Today, you are here. Tomorrow, you're gone. No wonder why Solomon, the wise king, said, life is like a vapor. It's gone. If you had told me a few, few years ago that in matters of a few months, we will have more than 80,000 people dead in this country, I would never have believed you. I would think unless there's a war, Nothing like that will happen. This is the greatest economy. This is the powerful. But all of that is put to shame in the face of Almighty God. The question must be asked, who is behind all this shaking? Ladies and gentlemen, I've got to be brutally honest with you that there are some shaking that come from the devil. The next time you see him, tell him. There's a preacher from Africa that says, you know good. Sometimes the devil will shake up things. But let me, let me warn you, let me school you. There are some shaking that come from God. So the, the challenge for us is, how do you know who is doing the shaking at a particular time? Please permit me to give you a, a simple clue because I can discuss that all day. Whenever your faith in God is shaken, know that is the devil. Every time you see yourself trying to believe God for your miracle, for your breakthrough, trying to believe God for your vision, for your dream, and your life is being shaken, the shaking of your faith is from the devil. But ladies and gentlemen, you need to know also that every now and then God will shake things up. Ladies and gentlemen, when will God shake things up? Number one, when you and I 
begin to worship other gods. And you listen to me. I want to explain to you what's going on. There are three forces in the world. All of these about power. Government have power. There's also what we call economic power. But another source of power is the culture. Then you look at America today and see all those three sources of power. Every time you find yourself against God, the real power is of God. When you find yourself that you rather worship every other thing but God. It's time for God to shake things up. When people have a false sense of security. They pray when it's convenient. They go to church when it's convenient. They serve God as if it's a hobby. It's like I like fishing. Every now and then I go to church. God steps in and shakes things up. God will shake things up when all of our hope and dependence is on material things. My car, my boat, my yacht, my ride, my house, my cat, my pet. We serve a God that says, thou shalt serve no other God. Beside me. Whenever we turn against God in rebellion, typically God will shake things up. Brother Pastor, how do you know these things? Well, I'm glad you asked. You look through the Bible. Remember, beginning with Israel, when they were in Egypt land, and God wants to deliver them from Pharaoh. Pharaoh would never have let the people of Israel go. Guess what God had to do? He shook up the whole nation of Egypt. He sent 10 plagues against the nation. By the way, for the record, let me remind you, the whole world is not flattened just because of one plague. Called coronavirus. One, one, COVID 19. That's just one. God sent 10 of them against the nation of Egypt. And all of a sudden, Pharaoh had to let the people go. You remember again when the people got in the wilderness, they're on their way to the promised land. And they got to the first wilderness. There are three wildernesses that the people of God went through to get to the promised land. There's the wilderness of Sinai. There's the wilderness of Paran. And there's the wilderness of Moab. The first wilderness they got to is that of Sinai. And there's a mountain there called Mount Sinai. God wanted to make a deal with the people. Now you are free. Let me show you how to be blessed. Let me show you how to prosper. And God show up on top of the mountain. The Bible said the mountain Sinai caught fire. The Bible said the whole mountain was smoked up. But guess what? Because these people were not right, they couldn't stand in the presence of God. Moses was trying to talk to God on behalf of the people. But every time God will answer, he will answer. His voice was like thunder and lightning. He shook things up. Our God is a consuming fire. Ladies and gentlemen, you see it again in the book of Haggai. Chapter 2, verse number 20. What happened, ladies and gentlemen, this time the people of God they were in captivity in Babylon. And God, by, the, by his grace and mercy, got them released. 
Now they're on, the, on their way back home to Israel. They're going back to go build the walls. They're going back to go build the gates. They're going back to go rebuild the temple. And God raised up this preacher by the name Haggai. He said, when you all get back home, the governor of Judea, where you're going, his name is Zerubbabel. Tell Zerubbabel that God is fixing to shake up the whole earth. Tell Zerubbabel God is fixing to shake up all of heaven. God is fixing to shake up kingdoms. But God said, I will spear Zerubbabel. Let him know he will survive the ordeal. Again, you witness a shaking. What am I trying to tell you? God has always been in the business of shaking nations and shaking kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, why did God shook up the whole kingdom? Why did he shook up the earth? Why did he shook up the heavens? I'll tell you why he wants to make himself known. I'll tell you why he did it. He wants everybody to know that true power belongs to God. If you never get anything out of this COVID-19 experience, know in your knowing that true power don't belong to the White House. It don't belong to the crack house. Power belongs to God. Can I get an amen to that? Throughout history, you will see God shaking up nations. Israel were called out to worship God. Instead, they rebelled against God. Just like we are doing in this nation today. And God shake up the whole nation of Israel. And he permitted the Babylonians to come and conquer them and make them slaves. Then the Babylonians also rebelled against God. Then God brought the Portius. Again, he shook up all of Babylon. And the Portians took over. Then the Portians rebelled against God. God again had to show up and shake up all of Persia. And they were conquered by the Assyrians. Then the Assyrians rebel against God. It looked like it's becoming a pattern of behavior for the human race. You want to know why we're in this predicament? I'll tell you. We are our own worst enemy. Full of ourselves. We won't serve God. We won't honor God. We are hurting one another. We are mistreating one another. Sex and violence all over the place. Parents cannot even control their own children no more. It's a big mess out there. You can't trust the government. You can't trust the court system. You can't trust any of the institutions. Why on earth will God not shake up the nation? Ladies and gentlemen, the Assyrians also won't do right. So the Greek empire came and conquered them. God shook up things. And then the Greek empire, they were blossoming, but again, they, 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 they raised their finger against God. And God again shook up the nations. And the Roman empire took over the whole world. You can see there's a pattern of behavior Till today, I can walk you through history until the United States became the number one in the whole world. They're not the first to be number one. Don't be ignorant. There are nations after nations. And you would think somebody would have learned the lesson that power belongs to God. But now the United States is making the same mistake. What is the message? Throughout history, 
God has always shaken things up when people rebel against God. Why would God do that? Because God will not tolerate himself being ignored. Where were you when he made heaven and the earth? You are not on the phone when he stepped into nothing and said, let there be light. And there was light. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, in the beginning, God created heaven and earth. Not you and me. What military, what government, what social organization, none of us can stand in the presence of God. Even in the New Testament, you see God shaking things up. In Matthew chapter 27, verse 40, Jesus was on the cross. Can you imagine this rebellious generation killing the Son of God? While Jesus was on the cross, he cried out, and they started laughing. They said, check this out. I believe he's calling on prophet Elijah. Let's see if Elijah will come down and help him. And they were laughing. <laughs> the Bible said Jesus cried out again. Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. My God, my God. Why? Why have thou forsaken me? The Bible says all of a sudden, when Jesus gave up the ghost, the whole planet got dark. Now all these rebellious generation, now they're scared. They're running for cover. The Bible says all of a sudden, the veil of the temple split wide open. The whole earth quake. The Bible said the graves were opened. Tombs. The Bible said dead people begin to come out of the grave. Dead people begin to walk. Can you imagine? That's what happened when God shake things up. All of a sudden, they know none of them, not even the Roman government, not even the religions of this world can stand in the presence of God. Ladies and gentlemen, you see it again in the book of Acts, chapter 4, verse 31. When the people of God gathered together in the upper room, trying to have prayer, and all of a sudden, the power of God descended. The Bible said the Holy Spirit took over the whole program. The Bible said not just within that small group of 120 people, but all of Jerusalem was shaken up. Ladies and gentlemen, today we see God moving. I believe with all my heart, this shaking in America and the rest of the world is taking place because God wants to shake up the nations to get us from idolaters. God wants to shake things up to get us from our own self. We are full of ourselves. God wants to shake up all the sinful nature that we allow. Even religion, spirit of religion, have permeated churches. God wants to shake up governments. God wants to get rid of materialism that will begin to worship things, how we look, what we have. God wants to shake up our mess. But the good news, somebody shout good news. God sent me to tell somebody today, and I'm saying the same thing to my own self. This shaking is not to kill you. This shaking is not to destroy you. God is shaking up things so that he can make you and me better. 
God is shaking up things so that he can get our attention. God said, tell my people, the shaking is for your making. I believe I say that again. God is using this shake-up to make you and me better. The only question is, are we going to take heed or are we going to come out of isolation, come out of stay-home rules, and then go back to the same mess that we came out of? Let me speak live to every churches watching me right now. You cannot continue to do business as usual. There's a new norm for the society. There's a new norm for government. There's a new norm even for the house of God. Get rid of all stupid traditions. Get rid of all religious stuff that don't give glory to God. Let God arise. And all of his enemies be scattered. Ladies and gentlemen, maybe you are here under the sound of my voice and you've been through some hard time during this coronavirus crisis. You say, Pastor, if you only know, I've had to be laid off. Pastor, if you only know, my finances are messed up. Pastor, if you only know, I have loved ones that have gone into their graves. Pastor, if you only know, I'm living in uncertainty right now. I don't know what the future holds. I don't know if my job is going to be there. I don't know if my health is going to fail. I don't even know who, who has COVID-19. Who do I shake hands with? Who do I talk to? Who do I stay close to? I don't know nothing. But isn't it good to know you know the person who knows about tomorrow? Put your hand in the life of the master. Put your life in the hand of God. Let him lead you. Let him guide you. What you don't see, he sees. What you don't know, God knows. Put your trust in God. Some people tr trust chariots. Some people trust all kinds of stuff. But you ought to put your trust in God. Are you still here? I'm sorry for any loved one that has gone on to be with the Lord. But make no mistake about it. You are here today not because you're better. I am here today not because I'm more holy. Not because I'm more righteous. Somebody shout grace. It is the grace of God that you are still here. It is the grace of God that you are on top of the soil and not under the soil. It is the grace of God that woke you up this morning. It is the grace of God that you are breathing, you are inhaling and exhaling right now. It's the grace of God. So I challenge you, my brother. I challenge you, my sister. Let's turn our heart to God. Let's not make God a matter of convenience. Except God build your house. You don't stand a chance. Except God protect your house. Protect your family. Protect your children. Protect your health. You don't stand. A million insurance cannot protect you. Let's turn our heart to God. Let's worship him with all of our heart. Let's make prayer our priority. Let's make worship a priority. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and see God's face and turn from their wicked ways. America, hear this man of God. It's time for us to seek God. 
in America, it's time for us to stop playing religion, to really humble ourselves. It's time for us. We go around the world thinking we are all that. But except God build America, we don't stand a chance. This shaking is for our making. He said, if we will turn from our wicked ways, he said, he will hear us when we call, and he will heal our land. Don't let nobody lie to you. They will say, oh, give us a few months. We're going to find a fascination. But thank God we all went to school. You might find something, but that don't mean that's a kill. It takes years. Are you listening to me? He takes years. One of the biggest problems for folks in this community is they found that we finally have a preacher that just not hooping and hollowing. He went to school just like the rest of you. I have enough common sense, enough knowledge. You can fool me. And I don't have to kiss up to nobody. I don't have to join or click. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All of the sound is a sinking sound. Brothers and sisters, put your life in the hand of God. Let's serve him with all of our heart. He said, if we turn from our wicked ways, he will heal our land. He will heal our family. He will heal our generation. He is faithful to do that. This, this shaking, ladies and gentlemen, is to make you and me pray more. Did you hear what I said? This shaking, ladies and gentlemen, is to make you and me worship more. Did you hear what I said? I prayed a few years ago. I ministered to this congregation. I said every, every now and then we go through a setback. But your setback is a setup for your comeback. This is the season for the church to blossom. This is the season for the church to experience a true revival. This is the season for all men and women to turn their heart to God. For us to be experiencing true miracles in our home. Miracles in our marriage. Miracles in our business. Miracles in our churches. Miracles in our ministry. The shaking is for my making. The only question this morning, are you going to allow God to make you? Did you hear what I said? Are you going to allow God to make you? The Bible says he's the porter. That's right. The Bible says we are the clay. But you know the potter cannot make the clay until the clay is willing to get on the potter's wheel. Jesus, help me. I hope and pray that you and I will live here today with a mind made up. For God I live. For God I die. Thank God for your job. Thank God for your pro- profession. Thank God for your career. But one lesson all of us should have learned by now is not by might. It's not by power. It takes the spirit of God. Let this house be a house of true worship. I've come week after week and see our worship team and the musician pour their heart out, and then we'll sit down and say, we're we all that. We'll sit down so sophisticated and so dignified as if the Lord didn't wake you up this morning. As if it was not the Lord who kept you on your job. As if it was not the Lord who kept you on the road. As if it was not the Lord who brought you out of the hospital. As if it was not the Lord who healed your body. I'm believing God that this child will rise up 
and be counted for the glory of God. I'm believing God that we will ask for more of God, not a little half of God, and keep a truckload of religion. I'm believing God that people will come from east and west, from north and south, to behold the glory of God in this place. I'm believing God that this star will live true to the calling and make this world a better place. I'm going to invite our worship team to come back here and worship with us. I challenge you today, my brother, my sisters, shaking ought to make you. In the book of Acts, chapter 16, verse 25, the Bible say, Paul and Silas, they were locked up in Philippian jail. And then the Bible says at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed. At midnight, Paul and Silas sang praises unto God. And the Bible said, all of a sudden there was a shaking. The whole jailhouse was shaking. Doors swing wide open. Chains were loose. But there's good news there. It takes the shaking for prison doors to be open. Are you listening to me? Some of you, you're looking at me, you see com- conveniently in front of me, but maybe the devil had held you in prison. This shaking is to open every prison door in your life. You can be here all dressed up. With makeup, some with nice dress, with cologne and perfume, you smell good. But maybe the devil had held you in chains for years. But when there was a shaking, every chain was loose. I decree and declare today all chains in this house be broken. In the name of Jesus, from the pulpit to the pews. Every one of you live streaming, watching on television. Every one of you that are worshiping all over the nation, internationally. We thank you that, that you're joining us. Who would have thought a missionary Baptist church would be reaching nations? I pray today in the name that is above every name, the name of Jesus. Every prison in your life be broken loose right now. Every chain that held you bound, every chain that is holding you up to get to your destiny, every chain be loosed in Jesus' name. If you're watching me right now and you say, Brother Pastor, I get it. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. Under the screen where you're watching right now, there is a number there. It's a free number. 800 number. For you to reach a man of God, a woman of God. Call right now. Give your life to Jesus Christ. The best thing you can do for yourself right now is to turn over your life to Jesus. I had to do that. All of us have to do that. Say to God, Lord, I'm coming home. I've wasted too many precious years. Partying, drinking, smoking weeds, acting a fool. I'm through with that. Lord, I'm coming home. Call that number. There are ministers of gospel just like me waiting to pray with you and to agree with you. I'm going to ask every one of you in the audience to stand to your feet. Before we begin to rejoice as we get ready to go, let me encourage you, if this ministry has touched your heart and you want to be a blessing to this church, you want to support the work of the ministry, there are offering plates, opportunity for you to return your tithes to the Lord. As you go out, I encourage you. We don't need no usher walking around. We don't need everybody touching plates. I love it when you practice social distancing. I love it when you wash your hand. I love it when you come in today with your mask on. 
I love it when you respect one another. You protect my health, I protect your health. On your way home, just put your offering or your tithes in those plates. Right at the back of the church. It's all there. And the Lord will bless you for your giving. Those of you watching on TV, on live stream, on social media, whether it's YouTube, whether it's our website, whether it's the Facebook, wherever you're watching, maybe you want to be a part of what God is doing here and you want to support the work of the ministry. Let me encourage you to go to our website, zionhill.com. Right there you see online giving opportunity. Give, not grudgingly, not out of necessity. God loves a cheerful giver. You ask me why should I give, I'll tell you why. Genesis chapter 8 verse 22 says, As long as the earth remains, there will always be seed time. There will always be harvest time. The problem, my friend, many people want harvest, but they don't want to do seed time. How will you harvest when you have put nothing in the ground? Let God use you. And I thank God for our worship team. We're going to close again celebrating. The Lord sent me here the first week to tell God's people, get your hope up. The second week, the Lord said, go tell them, get your faith up. Yes, sir. Now I come to tell you today, get your praise up. The shaking is for your making. Get your praise up. Let's, let's dance with these people. Let's celebrate with our worship team. Let's, let's rejoice. God is still on the throne. God bless you till we meet again. I saw the Lord He was sitting on His throne And the train of His robe Filled the temple And day and night The angels proclaim and they say, Holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Be exalted, be lifted high, the King of heaven, be glorified. Oh, And the angels bow down. Hey, as it is in heaven, we repeat the sound. It will never get tired. Yeah, and that sound will never grow. Oh, we will say, Hold, 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 hold on to the Lord.
Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Everybody hear me sing, Holy, 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 Holy the Lord. Lord God Almighty, who was and is and yeah. is to come. We sing, Holy, 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 the Lord God Almighty, Lord God Almighty who was who and is and is Hey, isn't he beautiful? Isn't he beautiful? Everybody help me see, isn't he beautiful? Hey, hey, see, isn't he beautiful? Real simple, everybody sing, see, isn't he beautiful? He got eyes like fire, he got hair like wool, he got feet like breasts. Oh, isn't he beautiful? He got eyes like fire, he got a hair like wool, he got feet like breasts. Oh, isn't he beautiful? Isn't he beautiful? Isn't he beautiful? See the sea Oh, isn't he beautiful? Eyes like fire, hair like gold, feet like brass. Oh, isn't he beautiful? See eyes like fire, hair like wool, feet like brass. Oh, isn't he beautiful? We serve a beautiful Savior. We serve a beautiful. We serve a beautiful Savior. Oh, isn't He beautiful? Isn't He beautiful? One thing I desire, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. And behold His beauty. And behold His beauty. And behold His beauty. And behold his beauty. I'm singing his presence. Say, I'm like fire. Hair like wool. Feet like brass. Oh, isn't he beautiful? Eyes like fire. Hair like wool. Feet like brass. Oh, isn't he beautiful? Everybody clap those hands. Everybody clap those hands. Isn't he beautiful? Isn't he beautiful? We serve a beautiful, we serve a beautiful Savior. Isn't he beautiful? Oh, isn't he beautiful? Be exalted, be lifted. King of heaven, be glorified. Hello.